With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya. Yeah. Quédense tranquilas, aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets, tío Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas Una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish Y te llevas otro por un dólar Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R dot com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. Welcome to the Fat Back Four. We are back. Well, for this Sunday anyway, we're back. And um, we'll see how we get on for the weeks to come. Uh, Chris's eyebrows are going mental there. Uh, Matt doesn't believe a word I'm saying. Um, but look, we're back. Uh, Sunday nights. What are we going to do? Oh yeah, we're going to see how everyone's bottle is. Because it seems to be going all over the place. If you haven't guessed where Grizz was on holiday, just have a look at the cup he's drinking from. He was in Sicily. Um, you do everyone does that every time you're away you bring back something i decided to bring back a mug of tea all right a mug. oh just a mug of tea was it was the tea in it you're going through <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> okay uh fat back for gav matt grace uh here we go matt how's your bottle how's things are you all right ah uh, i'm absolutely loving it i I've been looking forward to this for years. The title push. I, I, I don't know. I can't get my head around it. I'm not, I'm not having a go at people for uh, having digs on, on Twitter or whatever in the Twitter sphere and saying afterwards, oh, we should have done this, should have done that. That's, that's absolutely fine. Going into the game and looking, looking for areas of improvement. But it's people who have completely lost the plot. And I, I just don't get it. Like, we've been looking forward to a title challenge for how many years now since 2013-14 but even now it just feels so much stronger this one than, than that one and it was never going to be easy you're not going to get a title challenge where you just sit up in October and go through uh, till May and, and you've won it it's never going to be like that we've got a game tomorrow where we could go five points clear of Man City with a win and it's one of the most nerve-wracking games we've had since the final I'd say and I'm absolutely loving it I I can't wait to watch tomorrow's game and and, and brick it and and moan a half time and and get involved in all that all this. That, that's exactly what a title challenge is about. It's about the ups and the downs. We're not going to win every game. We drew at Leicester. That's all right. They they beat City. They were a good team. Um, these things happen. It's, it's not going to be a win every game. 
and it just adds to the to the spice of the whole um, the whole challenge for me anyway. Chris, um, you've said it since day one that we're finishing second, so I'd say you've no nerves whatsoever going on. No, no, absolutely no nerves at all. My prediction at the start of the season was we're going to finish second and we're going to push City all the way. Mm-hmm. At the moment, we're on top of City and they're pushing us all the way. So, I'm 100% right. So oh God, you're a bell end. So you can't not think we're not going to win now. You, well, you must think we're going to we're in for it now. He's got to change. He's got to change. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's just preparing himself because he, he's not hard enough to, to take it on the chin if we fail at the last hurdle. No, no. See, see, I'll repeat myself, and then you got to listen carefully this time, Ran, and you won't ask that question. Of course, I think we can win it now. There's no doubt. I think we can win it. But do I think we're going to win it? No, I'll stick with my initial prediction of finishing second. Now, of course, now of course, I'm excited. I'm, I'm well. You know, we're, we're ex- every day we, we we wake up and we WhatsApp each other like long lost fucking boyfriend and girlfriends and say how excited we are. Of course, we are. We're we're, we're well excited. And it's and you're right. The, the 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 fact that we're going into February now, and most of the well, not most. I think all the bookies have us as favourites. Is fucking where we wanted to be as a club. You know, it's been years since we're like favourites for the title going into the last 13, 14 games. So it's a brilliant place to be. It's an exciting place to be. But I also understand the people that a couple of weeks or a few weeks ago said we've won it are now bricking it because that's the type of person that they are, persons they are. There's no need to go overboard either way, in my opinion. I'm, I'm quite relaxed. I'm having a nice cup of tea from my well, cup from Sicily. And, and, um, I, it is what it is. We're in a title race, as you said, Matt. No title race is easy. Every every team that you know has won it, Bath City last season and Chelsea under Mourinho, has been like you know nip and tuck all the way up to the last six eight weeks. So that's the way title races are, and we're no different. We're in a title race. We're sitting good. We're sitting pretty. But I can also understand the fear factor going through some because of the the scars of the past, and that's what it is. Yeah, absolutely. I understand them as well. We've been there, done it. But I just don't get not getting your hopes up. Like the, like the Champions League last season, I had four good months of going out to watch all the games, singing all day, the, the day after. Like after that Roma game, you, you had tune, that tune you had for, for a week. And that's what it's all about. Okay, we had one shit night. But up them four or five months before we're an absolute fucking buzz. So I, I'm I'm going all in. I, I'm I'm thinking where you can win the title like I do every season until we can't and I'm just gonna enjoy the whole ride. Yeah, Ray Dickinson says that Grizz is very relaxed about his two thousand pound on City at nine to four. Um, and he looks very and I think he's spending the winnings already, Ray, because he's bought a massive cut from Sicily. Um And I've had half a haircut. A half a haircut. It's getting finished Tuesday slash Wednesday. Um, he'd let you know he'd, he'd, be on, he'd be on Twitter with just googly eyes and uh, probably Tuesday and then you'll know he's getting his hair cut Matt I'm with you um, I want this every season I want to get to February 4th every season and be not even 5 points clear be 1 point behind 2 points behind level anywhere around there this is what you want um, shut it no 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 hold on hold on you probably just say mm. yeah shut up you it, uh, Matt, my opinion is right you're talking about people getting so down it's 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 inbuilt in Liverpool fans. We've said this before. They've had so many close calls, and it just doesn't happen for them. But this time, I believe this this team is different. And on top of that, I think it's comfort blanket stuff. That's what <laughs> I, I genuinely think it is. I think it's. 
I'd say most people that are saying, no, no, this is still not going to happen, are sitting at home praying to all their saints that it'll happen. They're lighting candles all over the place. But at the same time, put this out that, no, we're not going to win it because that softens the blow if we don't. We mightn't win it. But I tell you something, give me this in February 4th every single year with a 50-50, well, you could call it a 33% chance now with Spurs coming back into it. But give me that every single season. Why should Fuck we? spares off. Well, spares might, on, no, it. You can't, you can't Nine wins to do this. For Listen, me, all, football, all football men will tell you Spurs <laughs> are oh, in it. Yeah. No, but, uh, Matt, you, uh, um, what's your name, host? Mick. That's the one. Do you know what? Uh, you, you make a great point when you say that I want to be in this situation every season. And the th- and the thing that relaxes me this time more than it would be normally is the fact that we're good now. So 13-14, we knew it was just a one-off and we're could never going to get a chance. Could, could it be something where you're thinking, we might win it, but it's not going to be like 2014 where this squad falls apart. and it's, This squad looks set up with the contracts that have been signed and different things that... Regardless of what happens come the 12th of May this season, or to the 11th or 12th of May, we're ready to go again regardless. Gav, that's exactly what I was going to say if you let me nah, finish. Nah, Klopp's thrown was... it away because he, he let uh, Kleine go. Oh, yeah. I was... Remember that? I was, I was going to say, no, but do you know what it is? We, we are a good team now, and the future's bright, and I can see us being in this position come February for the next three or four seasons. So that's why it's not... It... It'll, it'll be devastating if we don't win it, right? Let's get real, right? Let's get cut to the chase. But what I'm trying to say is it's not make or break for our club. Like, sort of, you know, we're there. We're going to be there every season. And you can tell, as, as you said, Gav, all the top stars signed on, um, Klopp staying. We're in a good place. We've got money to spend in the summer. We know our recruitment's top-notch these days. You know, we're going to be challenging the likes of City and no one else really I can't really see anyone else even stepping up to us next season I think Spurs will fall off next season even worse Spurs I think will do what, they, what they're doing this season they'll be there or thereabouts for the next few years until Pochettino goes to um, which is, which is United after the, United are going to sign Solskjaer after this run he's going to be out by Christmas because he's shit and then they'll take Poch I think that's, that's Pod- my prediction. I think to give Pochettino the job in the summer but look I'm not talking about them um they're, they're insignificant. Spores aren't, and um, because spores, despite injuries, you know, players being away on international duty and stuff like that, are still kept going. They were in four points, us, although we have a game in hand. But having all, regardless of all that, no matter what happens, we are four points clear in the league. We're two points clear now with a game in hand tomorrow. And regardless of what happens tomorrow night, after twenty five games, we'll be still top of the Premier League. And we're in with a good show as anyone. What I can't get is. Liverpool are wobbling. Now, let me tell you, City have lost four in the last nine or ten Premier League games. We've lost one all season. Right? And the, if this is a wobble, Jesus, I'll take that as a wobble all day long. I really will. But looking, looking forward a little bit, and, you know, Matt's mentioned something there, Klein and, and, and different things like that. Um, Grizz, for you, is the injury situation becoming a little bit concerning for you? Uh, mainly because, one, they're injured, and two, we're having to use... One, two, and possibly three players every game now, kind of our position. All right, let's let's give this injury situation some context, right? <laughs> that's the best way. Well, it's the best way to do it is give it some context, yeah, right? I'll go make a break. Every every <laughs> club, every 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 club, even the ones amongst us at the top, Spurs and your cities, whatever, have had injury problems, have injury problems, have situations. Spurs have had an awful injury pro- crisis, right? So every club has them. 
you do with them. Now, the fact that it's Joe Gomez, who's been probably our standout, or apart from VVD, but, you know, our standout defender and performer in the first sort of 12, 15 games, wherever it was, right? It's making people worry and panic. Now, Trent's had a minor setback, and he's back now, near enough, he's full training. So, in effect, it's only one player that we've lost. We knew Ox was out for majority of the season from the start, so he doesn't count. What injury crisis is it exactly? Can someone explain to me when they use the word crisis? I, I don't think it's a crisis, I think. Yeah, let me jump in. Yeah. It was, it's because they're all in the same position. Mm. They're all in the, the defence. Look where, at our squad. That's where it comes everyone... into the conversation. Yeah, exactly. If you look at our squad at the start of the season or, or December, whenever, and we've got two players for pretty much every position, haven't we? And then we've got Milner, a couple of utilities that can cover. What's happened is we've lost two centre-backs and our two right-backs at the same time. We haven't lost a centre-back, a right-back, a midfielder and one of the strikers. We've lost the, the back right of our team all at the same, four players at the same time, and that's why it's a crisis. But now two of them are back, so all right. We're okay. We've got we scraped through it with a draw against Leicester. Which to be fair, we could get a draw against Leicester anyway. They're not a bad team. They hit hit people on the counter, is what they do. Um so we've scraped through, we've come out of our hopeful injury crisis. Two points clear with a free hit to play tomorrow. I'll tell you what it is, Gav and Matt. Yeah. It's, it's no do you know what it is? It's, <laughs> I'll have to it's, that it's look the, the way you got it and, and the people that are saying bye, 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 bye in terms of Buying players, not like goodbye, mm-hmm. right? The way you've got to look at it is how many of those top clubs around us have got four centre-backs? Now, it, in my opinion, I'm just going to give my opinion, it's true Joe Gomez was set to return. Two weeks ago, Joe Gomez was set to return. When Klopp did say that, you know, he's, a, he's, he's back in training next week, blah, 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 when they came back from um, their trip abroad. Trent's back now. Lovren's just, you know, Lovren, he misses the odd game here and there, but it's nothing serious. And Matip's back to full fitness. And, and, and Virgil's back to fitness. Now, which club has depth? We can, you know, we, we have our doubts about Matip and Lovren, but in effect, they're very good premiership backups. We've got four centre-backs there. Klopp said it as well. He goes, well, how am I supposed, how can I justify buying another top centre-back? Because we don't, we'd have to, we can't buy any willy-nilly centre-back for the sake of it in December, uh, January. We've got to buy a top top centre-back. A, there's not many flying about. And B, you can't really justify buying a, a, a 50, 60 million centre-back in January when you've got probably some, one of the best centre-backs in the Premier League just a couple of weeks away, for, according to his knowledge, you okay. know, which was Joe Gomez. Not just that. Not just that, you've got to think about it. Sorry, Gav, jump in quickly. Okay. Um, who, who are you going to buy? Like, players, sorry, not players, the fans are just expecting whoever you buy to settle straight away. Look at Robertson, look at Ox, look at Fabino, look at all these players, how long it takes them to adapt to a club, a club system. You're especially not buy, the way we defend, Matt. Yeah, you're right, especially the way we defend. You're not going to buy a centre-back who can come in straight away and, and, and be amazing. So by the time... Our centre backs are fit, which is what this week and next week, two weeks. You're not, he's not going to be settled anyway. So there's just no points. If Klopp doesn't want him, I'm happy to go. He, he's got more knowledge about the players' fitness than me. I'm yeah. happy to go forward without one. Well, the thing is, like, I, I wouldn't buying a centre half in January. Like Chris says, it's very hard to do if for the quality you want to get. And if you bought one just below the quality you wanted to get as a stopgap, what centre half is going to leave? a reasonably good quality side 
to come to Liverpool to find out in three weeks' time he's going to be fourth or fifth choice because that's what they What's, probably uh, end up being. But but the thing is, what's Stephen Corker up to these know, days? Don't know. It, it doesn't matter. He can He only plays up front anyway. But uh, what I'm saying is, I, I don't think signing the utility is, utility is, man is the is the move <laughs> is the move to do in January because, like I said, if fella comes in and says, "Why am I going there?" I you know. I might play two games and then I'm out because Gomez is the fourth choice beside Van Dijk. M- M- Lovren is probably second choice. Matip's third choice. You're probably looking at third choice at best. You know what I mean? Um, the only way we do it is if it's someone we've uh, looked at anyway and it's someone we've wanted. And you can uh, Yeah, and, and it becomes available. That's yeah. that's when it's acceptable. But if you, we know Klopp doesn't panic by. He, he hates people being on, on the um, in the squad. Sure. Taking up wages. People, you know, people, people have thrown the VVD example like, oh, look how quickly VVD settled. VVD is the fucking best defender in the world. That's why he <laughs> settled. That's, you just need you know, to buy the gonna, second best to go you, next Yeah, week. you're not going to cherry pick the best defender or the second best defender. You know, there's mad shouts like, go and spend bucks on Koulibaly. Why the fuck are Napoli going to let go of Koulibaly in the middle of the fucking season? Do you know what I mean? Shouts like that. Look, you're right, Matt. Can I ask you something? Yeah, go on. We don't do any. We haven't done that in January, so the the, the conversation is a bit null and void. But is it something we have to look at in the summer? And what I mean, but I've always said, Matter Balavan, one goes, you sign a belter, and he goes in there with Van Dijk, Gomez, and one of Matter and Lovren next season. Would you? Is it something you think we look at in the summer where we go for a top top drawer centre half? But Gomez is put into the bracket now where he's considered to be. Could he be one of the ones that goes because of the record of injury? No, Gomez ain't going, won't go in, but you're absolutely spot on. We will in no doubt look for a top centre-back. I had my doubts about we're going to spend majority of our money on a centre-back. I thought we are going to go for the striker and a wide man, majority of the money. But now, just like when the Allison situation changed, where we suddenly decided we're going to go and get a top world-class keeper, I think we are. I think Klopp and the medical team and et cetera, et cetera, coaches will look at the situation and especially the injury the ones that are sort of, you know, getting injured regularly and sort of see what their fitness situation is, I think we will target a first choice in the back as opposed to someone who's going to play understudy to Joe Gomez. Don't get me wrong, Joe Gomez, and we've praised him enough on this show, he's been star and he's proved me badly wrong. I love it when Liverpool players prove me wrong, right? And he has. But we have to consider the injury situations of the other two for sure, for definite. Matip and Lovren are unreliable backups. If you've got unreliable backup, it's useless them being a backup, is it really? So I think we will, we definitely will go for a top, top centre-back in the summer. January was not the time. Yeah, I don't think it was the time because, like I said, you're buying someone for the sake of buying someone. But as Matt said, if you can get someone that you've looked at and you've tracked and you managed to get them, but the chances of that are slim and none. Listen, looking forward... um, we have a big game tomorrow night. Uh, the cop table have done a on, done a preview on this with uh, Chris Akabusi is on it, um, and he's brilliant value. I've li- I, had, I listened to it. <laughs> Not quite like that, Chris, but keep going. You'll get there in the end. Um, but um, you know, was Eddie Murphy? <laughs> <laughs> they were they were talking. Um, they were talking about the game, obviously, on uh, Monday night, and Akabusi didn't seem too confident because one West Ham in a bad run of form they're very hit and miss and he feels that they could be quite open at the back especially down the sides and, and Liverpool could get at them but looking ahead tomorrow night firstly City win today they're winning two points Spurs win yesterday to go in 
five. Um, four. Four, sorry, not five, four. Um, Matt, first of all, the mentality that we're pulled going into this one, we treat it as another game, we block all these results in the weekend out, and we just go and play our game. Do you think that's possible, or do you think this is the, this is now where it really kicks in, where pressure starts being thrown at one team and back at the other, and it's like a bit of a game with tennis now? Yeah. Let's get the cliches out. This is where Klopp starts earning his money. Um, now it's you can't you can't block it out. You absolutely can't. Uh, they're they're going to know the results. They're going to know the two points behind. But at the end of the day, it's, it's the way you spin it. You can you can look at it like shit. They're getting closer. or think. Listen, we we're still two points ahead no matter what we do. So let's go out and play our game and and, and win it. And Klopp's been here, done this before. He knows what he's talking about. So he knows how to get the best out of this team. Um, and he he will. He will tell them not to worry about anyone else. You just worry about the next game. That's right. But it's always going to be in the back of the mind. But a bit of pressure is not bad. It's all about how you how you channel that pressure and how these teams channel the pressure. I think this is a a big worry for a lot of people. I'm not getting the hopes up because in the past this team hasn't done well under pressure. Uh, but we've got different people in this team now. We've got Allison, um, where, where he came in place of Carrius and Menule who who weren't good under pressure at all and we've got VVD at the back who's, who's controlling things so we've we've upgraded the team in terms of how they can handle the pressure not just playing ability you look at the leaders on the pitch that people are talking about and we've got them all over the place now it's not just um, people leading by example or, or Hendo shouting so I think the team itself can handle this running and I think we had one little bump against Leicester which was unlucky we never really do well after a long uh, break anyway. So we're going to see a lot better tomorrow what this team is made of. And, but I, I'm pretty confident that, that we'll walk through West Ham. Yeah. Liverpool too, Chris says, Zarnautovic is injured. I, I've heard varying reports on that. Um, you know, um, And then another lad there says, West Ham, Tretzer, Anderson and Zarnautovic. But that's about it. I don't know about that. I think they've won or two more. But... Um, Grizz, Arnautovic, have you heard anything on him and what the story is with regards to his injury? I think it was it was it was um, uh, bruising more than anything else. There was nothing broken when they at first they said he's out as soon as because it looked really bad, etc. But I don't know bruising. You can handle bruising. I think you know he'll, he'll want to play against Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to want to play against us. He'll be fired up. But as, as Matt says, these are the kind of games that. We have to get used to as a club, and more so. Well, no, the clubs first, but equally the fans. We have to get used to pressure. Liverpool at the top, fighting for the big, big, big pots. This is what we're about now. I think it's a lot of fans are still in sort of shock mode every time they see the table. And, oh my god! Oh my god! That's us at the top. You know, we've got to get used to it. Like we're a big club now. Last season, every season we've seen that we've seen that percent. 20%, 15% progress, progress, progress. We progress even more next season. But for now, let's enjoy it. We're at the top. Yeah. You know. It, it, a lot of, like, you saw a lot of fans saying we've bottled it. To be fair, I think most of the fans have bottled it before the team have. Mm-hmm. They've given it's, up already. How, it's mad. How, do, how do people give up when you're top of the league uh, and five points clear? It's madness. We, we need to start getting behind this and January's never the time January, February's never the time to do it but if we're still top by March we need and to you know, start sing, singing the bus in and, and getting that place rocking but Matt you know a lot, of, a lot of the people say and Gav a lot of the people are saying on Twitter well it's not us that are playing we can be as nervous and we can be as 
you know, cowardly as we want. It's the players and the managers that really need to be strong, and they will be strong. No. Well, no, because Virgil van Dijk and Klopp have come out recently and in the past as well and said the atmosphere emanates into the ground, and it's usually because I've been in the away ends. Away ends are bouncing, and the away fans are top notch. But the the yeah. atmosphere at home, the atmosphere at home can be really, really. Sort of yeah, pressurised, tense. Yeah, it can be tense. Well, listen, and I'm we're glad we're playing West Ham away. If you get, our, our yeah. fans are, oh are. yeah, us Londoners will be there packed. If um, are you going? Oh, fuck off. Got his haircut now, bro. Well, he's getting his haircut. Half a haircut. I'll be finished by tomorrow. Um, no, but you see, if you're if you're going to talk about <clears throat> you know Liverpool or Anfield, you know European nights and they're like a twelfth man and, and everyone talks talks about it. In the reverse of that, you have to say, lads, you walk in there and you're moaning and groaning and. You know, nearly kind of massive inhales when when you know when when the ball goes near the keeper or something like that. That transfers onto the pitch as well. It's not only good. Absolutely does. But look, let's be honest about it. During the week, the atmosphere wasn't great at Anfield. Andy was over there and says no, it wasn't good. The weather didn't help. It was absolutely freezing cold. There was a massive fucking hailstorm before it. You know, it just and it was a bit tense because people probably seen it as a big chance. Now you'd hope that the team. The manager, the supporters, learn from that and say, right, if we get to, for argument's sake, Bournemouth next week and City have dropped more points or Spurs have dropped more points and we've won and we've a chance again to go again and put pressure on, that's when you do what Matt says. You start making loads of noise outside the ground, loads of noise on the way in, while you're in there, on the way out. And just, I think it just needs a switch in mentality. And once it switches, it'll stay there. We've seen it in European runs. We've seen it I in mean, I get it. I've been there... For nervy games, it is. It's horrible. It's it's hard to get up and start singing when you're just so like intense in the game and nervous about every, every touch. It just it, it's hard to do. We just need to need to try and do it. To get the fans just to do it. Sometimes well, how many, it's big, sometimes it's just a big tackle. How or, many games? Uh, a good little passage. How many home well, games have we got left, Matt? It's I'm gonna say eleven. What? Home games. Home games. I mean, we've got 14 games, haven't we? Aren't 11 yeah. at home? Or is it no, less than that? No, man. 11 at home. I think he's drunk. He's drunk. No, he's drunk. Have, no I think no, it's I'm not drinking. It's seven and seven left. All right, well, let's say seven. And we worked out that, you know, we've been on our ma- on our calculators and our Casio watches, right? We've been we've worked out that we need 11 more wins, right? Oh, yeah. And so, all right, you have. So seven, seven, seven of those are at home. If the crowd pushes us like they have in the past and they do on Champions League nights when the, when when the odds are against us now you've got to remember the odds are for us this time but we've come back from situations and games and sort of circumstances when the odds are against us so the psychology of our fan base is, is weird sometimes I, I don't get it we need to push them now when the odds are for us and push them to this title seven wins at home seven games seven wins at home that will mean we need to pick up four wins away from home and we can very, very, very easily do that with our strike force, with our sort of defence. You know, we, we can afford to drop four or five points even more. There's absolutely no reason, no need to panic at, at this stage. Yeah, I, I, You're I, right. I started... We actually do better when our backs are against the wall, I think. Yeah, I, I, I started that countdown on the first day of the season as a complete joke. When they won the no, I saw game. someone else do it on Twitter. Kieran uh, <laughs> Clavin got... Uh, oh, he does it. Okay. Does he yeah, Kieran is my mate. Shout out to yeah. Kieran. He's um, going to come on a pod soon. Well, when the fourth, the fourth one, the, after the fourth day of the season, I just put down as a joke twenty nine more wins. I don't know why I done it, but I just kept it up. We're down to eleven, 
and I've had people say to me, what are you doing? We need more than that. Then I've had, Shawnee come on to me and said to me, this is the truth. Shawnee said, if that fucking countdown comes true, there'll be, a, <laughs> there'll be a tray of cans at your front door on the 28th of every month for the foreseeable future. Shawnee's um, boss. So I, I, I wanted, I want to win just for that. Never mind the trophy. Gav, um, if that countdown comes through, I'm going to take down all my Carol Vorderman posters in my bedroom. I bought one of them. And I will stick up, and I'll stick up <laughs> your fucking mug. Everywhere in my room, I tell you, I don't care if my wife leaves me. Brilliant. Just, just on the above the top book, you stay in top. You're the original countdown host. I tell you, yeah. I'll forget Carol Warden yeah. if this comes off. Yeah. But no, seriously, eleven wins. That's what it is. That's, that's what it is. That's what I have. It's re- we're, we're fine to start counting down. There's absolutely Nine. bollocks. There's no. There's no. There's no. Um, um, you know, bad luck. Eleven wins. Eleven bollocks wins, to that. Draws, two defeats gives you seven points. wins at home. Seven wins at home. That'll take us. 70% to the title, 75% to the title. Matt, and the crowd needs to know that and feel that every home game. Matt, Matt you have, you're saying nine wins. I don't know whether you're messing or not. Nine wins would put you on 83 points with, oh. with six games to go. Yeah, don't. You're, you're happy with that? <laughs> no, are you serious with your nine? Are you serious with nine? No, no, I no. Know, I haven't done the math. No, I, I, think it's, I think it's 11, two draws, two defeats, 94. You need to do the math. The maths, yeah. Um, but look, it's one. I, I like the one game at a time thing. Um, take tomorrow night, go go again, then bomb it at the weekend, isn't it? And then United the following Sunday. Um, How come City have got a game on Wednesday? City have a game on Wednesday because they were due to play Everton the weekend of the FA Cup, so they brought it forward. That's why. Oh, they, that's why they have that. Um, they could have. They're, they're, they're basically. Anyone other than the blue shies, I'd be, no, I'd they, be they, happy they, about that. They but they're just going to roll over. They could have moved the game back, but Everton agreed to move the game forward. Um, and it's it's clearly a let's get an extra game in before them and try to put more pressure on them. But that's the way it goes. We all play twenty eight at the end of the season, so who really cares? But look, going back right, to the game, there'll be two points behind us anyway. Go on. going back to the game. Um, looking at it. You know, I'm trying, trying to pick a team, and there's injuries, and Milner's back. But Matt, if you're to pick me a team, where are you going? With? Um, Allison, uh, Milner. Give me some context. No, Allison, Milner, Lovin, DVD, Robertson, Fabino, because it's better to have him in the midfield. Is where we are as a team now, then move him to right back and, and, and lose what he offers. Uh, so I'd rather have me on at right back. Fabino, it's, it's Hendo or Genie. I can't, I don't like both together, so I'm going to go Hendo because um, it's away. And mad, mad shout, mad. Kaiser and then you, the three you'll lads. Get, you'll get your turn. Chris, go on, I'll give you your turn. No, I just think dropping Genie, who's Forget all that home away bullshit because he's, he's he's put that to bed this season. He's been awesome home and away, in my opinion. I love he's, him. He's, he's been one of my favourite players. It's Great my song. turn now. It's my turn now. Shut up. And so he's been the most consistent central midfielder for me. You know, he's been more consistent than Fabinho and Hendo, um, and obviously Keita. So he'd be my first name on the team sheet. To be honest with you, this Fabinho shout right back. It's 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 all on Twitter. I mean, I don't think Klopp's. I think Fabinho is probably the last option for Klopp. I think Camacho is even ahead of uh, Fabinho for right back. He actually doesn't. I don't, it doesn't. It seems like he doesn't like Fabinho at right back. Um, so you know, Fabinho would definitely get into the team. You know, you was talking about leaders 
and people that haven't been in this situation before, Matt, and we've got leaders throughout. I count Fabinho as one of them now as well because, you know, he's, he, you know, he captained Monaco. We've got Virgil, we've got Alisson, all guys that have come into this Just team. give us the fucking team. I'm giving you context. I'll give you a chance. <laughs> so... So for me, Fabinho would be Fabinho and Gini would be the first names in midfield. I'd pick Hendo. I think we go back to four three. So you're going to start midfield, and then you're going to tell us defense and then the attack. Defense? Def- no, I'm just giving you. No, a bit it doesn't pick itself. Fabinho. It's I know it doesn't. I know it doesn't. It's interesting. All right. So Milner at right back. Yeah. yeah good old professional, again. reliable million. Hell, he's starting again. <laughs> James Milner. James Milner. Did I say James, at some stage? James Milner. Know. I'll be back in a bit, yeah. You're making me lose my rhythm. James Milner, right? James Milner, right back. I think Matip has done enough to keep his place. I don't think he's been as bad as some making. In fact, I think his passing has been pretty good from the back. Matip and VVD and Robbo. Then you got. I think we go with a solid midfield three of because I don't think he wants to concede a goal. I think we go Gini, Hendo, Fabinho, and the three lads up top. Yeah, Liverpool too. Chris agrees with you. He has the exact same team written down on Periscope. Um, I, disagree. I like Chris. I disagree. That's, that's um, Chris's banner. Although the, the big worry is right back. It's it's compounded this week because of um, this lad that plays. Philippe Anderson plays left side for them and he's I really like him. Um, good footballer. Good on the ball. Has a bit of pace. Um, he seems to be their outlet. Uh, so it's key whoever plays there has a good game. Milner has the experience to do it. I believe he does. Now, people said about Zaha and already got done by the Zaha. I think, but, I think away but wasn't from home. Didn't Shaq play in front of Milner? Yeah, but I think... I th- so that, so that's, that is... You can't just say Milner got raped because that's half the issue. The, yeah. the midfield needs to cover across and Shaq wasn't doing it. Yeah, I think um, if Henderson's in that midfield, Milner's not a worry. Yeah. That's why I think he changed it tomorrow. I'm going, I'm going Milner, Mark and Van Dijk, Robertson... Fabinho, Wijnaldum, Keita, and the three lads. Um, I, I am. I, I want Shakiri. You love fanboys coming for you. Oh well, that's life. Um, Who have you dropped, Hendo, from the midfield? Yeah, I take Hendo. And I'm a massive okay. fan of Hendo, but I, I, under no circumstances do I want to see Fabinho playing in this team anywhere other than centre midfield. And I think he plays best with Wijnaldum. Um, so you think Keita gets another start I think away I'd, from I'd home? I'd like to see Keita get a start where he plays in that three. But, mm. but I thought he did all right. Not with I thought he was arse. He, I think he. Gets he needs a goal because he does need a goal. As fa- as fans, we we put a lot of emphasis on goal scores. Well, not even a goals, Matt. Not even a goals, Matt. I think he needs even an assist, like you know, one of his piece of magics that leads to a goal. Balls. That was it. Yeah, That's yeah, what he needs. Some he needs something down, something solid we we can yeah, hang on that's to. That's what we bought he, Cater for. He's, he's been hitting the post. He's been. Uh, Getting pen, getting into the box, getting penalties that he, should, he didn't get, but he should have had. Um, he's, he's been doing a lot. He's making them forward runs. He just hasn't, he hasn't blown us away. But I still think he's been very good. Well, I'm playing Keita, but I'm only playing him if they leave Firmino up front and they keep Salah on the right. I think if they go Salah up front and you're going to play somebody out wide in a four-two-three-one, then it changes. Mm. I don't want it. It's intriguing Keita. tomorrow. What we do, Keita it is intriguing. There. You know, it, now, the, the only thing is. You get more cover for Hen- for Milner in a four three three than you do a four two three one, in my opinion, because on the right hand side you end up with a Shakiri, and Shakiri, although he works hard, I don't think he gets back enough to help. But I'm still going to stick with Keita. But I'd like to see Firmino up and playing against them centre halves and making the space for Keita and for Salah in particular and Mane to get in around these and play because you have to remember Zabaleta is going to play right back for these tomorrow. 
And if we're not targeting Zabaleta, we're outnumbering them. Alakaita and Mane getting at him and Robertson are getting in behind them. You know, with Salah, Salah or Mane, we have to be targeting that area for me. So mm. that's the team I go with, lads. Um, it's a great point, Gav. Give me that's... a give me a quick prediction, uh, Ma. And I want the real prediction, Ma. And you, Grizz, if you say two, two, I swear to fucking God. Uh, Don't ask me then, Ma. <laughs> Three nil. Three nil. Okay, good stuff, Grizz. Two one. Two one. Oh, he's not the goal off. I'm gonna go three one the Reds. Um I think yeah, I just th- I I think we have enough to beat this. Like uh, you know, they're fourteenth in the league, they've been beaten away by Wimbledon, they've been knocked about by Wolves. Alright they're at home, but I think there's enough there for us to beat them. I really do. I'd like to be three one up with, with fifteen to go though. I don't want to be two one up with five ten to go because think- you know they're loading Andy Carroll on us. I think I think a lot will depend. No, a lot will depend on how we approach and how we play. But you know, it's significant how they set up as well. Because if they decide to go with Noble in a two alongside Declan Rice, mm. I know you said target Zabaleta, and of course that's the natural you know thing to do. But I would really, really go three against two in there. That's why I would play four three three tomorrow, Gav. Because if they decide to play Noble and Declan Rice as a two, and then let's say you can go four three three with Keita and Ronaldo ahead of Fabinho. You can, but I can't see him dropping his skipper for the last. If if, if Hendo's fit for the last ten twelve games, I can't see him dropping him. Oh, he can. Especially, I can't. I'm just this is my opinion. Especially the, the form he's showing. He's been playing really well last couple of weeks. I don't think he was bad. I don't think he, I think he was quite good at right back considering you know he hasn't played there for years and whatnot. Uh, so I can't see him dropping him. I really think he's had enough of these stupid goals that we've been leaking recently and that's why I'm of the opinion that he in my opinion, I don't think he will start Cater. Even though there's a you know I'd like to because you want to see Cater run of games. I just think he might sit this one out and come back for the weekend. Okay. Matt um I know, oh. I know City have Dave Everton and are away on Wednesday. It's Wednesday, yeah. And they have Chelsea at home next Sunday. Um, I, I don't know who sports have. I haven't looked it up. Um, I genuinely don't know who they're playing. Can you see City dropping anything in those two games? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. They're looking good at the moment. Uh, we've got to pretend that they won't. And then if they do, it's a bonus. That's how I'm looking at City at the moment. Um, if they win all their games how many points do they end up with Gav they're not going to win all their games though. shut up I'm asking him a question uh, go on Gav 42 Correct. 50 what have they got 57 at the minute is it <clears throat> no, you've you done the math innit you've done the math all week see you have 59 points with 13 left so 39 and 59 is 98 ok 98 points they end up with yeah. Yeah, yeah, the team has lost four in the last ten. Going no, I'm just, I'm yeah. just, I'm just, I'm now nice going to deduct it from there. So we're looking for them to drop about five points realistically. I think they end up with 92, 93 points. Yeah, possibly, yeah. 98, 98 minus five is 92, yeah. No, 92, 93, I said something like, I'm just giving you just a rough estimate, all right? Stop concentrating. Um, and then, so, so, the, so therefore, therefore... We City don't drop in the next two games. It's my question. You should have City don't drop in the next two games. We win both ours as well, so it's not a worry. Okay, and <laughs> Spurs, Spurs can Spurs currently fifty seven points, thirteen to go. 
Max Deacon. Nah, don't be worrying about spares. No, you have to listen. You have to give them. Their listen, game. every season they have you lot not learned. Every season they do this. They come in around January, February, and everyone goes, "Oh, look at spares. They're doing all right. Oh, they're in for a fucking run." And by mid March, they're about nine points off, and they just so, dwindle so, into. So do we, Matt? So do we, Matt? we haven't been in this position. We back. We yeah, back. We back. Yeah, the, 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 the only argument you'd have, Matt, playing is that spores, spores have more experience in this position than we have. Than us. That's the. I'm They've playing, got experience and not I'm not being able I'm to I'm do playing, it. I'm playing devil's advocate. If you were to look at the, both of these sides. For pure experience in the top two or three in the Premier League for the last five seasons, Spurs have a lot more experience in there than we do. Right, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Spurs have been in this position. They haven't got any better. They haven't got any shitter. They've just been here, and this is where they were always been. <laughs> we have been on a projection from where Klopp took us when he took over eighth place, and we have improved season upon season, notably like real improvement, which you can see with the cup finals and, and the league positions and consolidating Champions League. And we've we're getting to this point where, well, we've got to this point now where we surpassed them, but we're on, a, we're on an upward trajectory. They're just going flat, and they'll, they'll always be flat because that's the type of team they are. So for you, we don't revert, need to worry about them. So for, the, for you, they'll revert to me, and they'll come in around 87, 88 points. You Not even. That? Well, that, that'd be, be 30 points from the next 39. Well, you got you got to take into consideration they're out of all the cups now, aren't they? Well, they're what they're, what they're left in? They're still in Europe. Well, they got, they got, Champions League, yeah. Well, they got Okay, so they got same as us now, mm. right? They've got near enough the same type of, and they they play. They also play us at home and City away. Now they play. They, they travel to Wolves and they travel to City. Haven't they had loads of late goals as well? And they travel to, and, and I think. Oh yeah, have, they don't count, do they, Matt? And then they've Arsenal. They've Arsenal. They fucking do, but it doesn't mean a team going. I think they have to play Arsenal. <laughs> I think they have to play Arsenal at home, and I think they might have to travel to Chelsea. I'm not too sure. But look, they've I'm, got to play City and us. Yeah, the, the, the yeah. two best teams in the league. Yeah. Um, look, and we've got to play City and, and we've got to play them and um, Chelsea and United. And United. United. Yeah. But look, um, <laughs> it, can, it can go anyway. But I still think one game at a time. That's being honest with you. Take it one game at a time. See what happens after Monday night. We're sitting. If we win, we're sitting pretty, and we say, right, City can do what they want against Everton. I fully expect Everton. They absolutely roll over. And even if they try, they're not getting close to City. Everton, I watched Everton on Saturday against Wolves, and Wolves were levels ahead of them. It was, you know, people talking about Everton and Sport, or Everton and Wolves being, you know, seventh in the league, he'll get it. Wolves are miles ahead of Everton at this stage. Absolute miles ahead of them. I can't see them touching City. So, um, but look. They can't, I'll tell you why, because the, the, the manager wants to play football. And he's and he's and, and Everton have never been able to play football, right? They're just yard dogs, and the only way they Silver's get results against, anyway. What's he done? Well, the only way the Ev get results against big clubs is when they go into the yard dog mentality, and he hasn't got that. And he tries to play football yeah. against footballing teams; he's going to get murdered. I can see City smashing through four past them easy. Yeah, so can I. Absolutely. Um, but look, we're all we're all predicting the Liverpool win for tomorrow night. Um, and then, really. have, and then we have then we have Bournemouth at home next Saturday um, before travelling to United as I said uh, no sorry we, do we have Bournemouth and then United am I right in thinking that I could be um, I'm, I, can't, I can't remember the fixtures no I think it's I think it's Bournemouth and then and then United I think somebody said that we have to play Bournemouth before we play United but look um, just see how it goes lads um, it's been good to be back hasn't it nice for a Sunday what it's good so, to have you back, Gavin. I don't know about him. 
in Dubai. Ah, oh, no, I like Matt. Don't be doing that. Matt's nice. Look at Matt. Look how he's not loving. Yeah. Nicest guy on Twitter. Yeah. Gonna give him a shout out later. Uh, the lads with the club will be back on Monday straight after the game. Uh, we'll probably get something out the fat back for either next middle of next week or probably next weekend. We'll see how we get on. I'll be which is after the game on Saturday against Bournemouth. Might try to get Matt to do that with me as well. He's promised to do one or two and then said, oh, I can't, I, I'm mad busy and turns out he's just drinking. I can do Bournemouth. Yeah, good. Do there you go. Live on, on air. He's, he's, he's committed to Bournemouth. Uh, last thing, lads, before we go, people people will see on the screen there the uh, Sean Cox appeal. Um, it's still on. It's still going. The first five interviews have been released. You will see um, you've interviewed there Brian Kerr, Shady, <coughs> Jamie Carragher, uh, Jose Enrique, um, there's one more, uh, John Barnes, um, five pound, five interviews, all money's, uh, raised go directly to Sean's family. Um, click on lfcdt.com, click on the Sean Cox appeal, sign up, you get access to the site, you get access to the player, the five great interviews, there's more to come. But look, tell your family, tell your friends, anyone you know, you don't have to be a Liverpool fan. A lot of the stuff they talk about is just about football in general, and they're really good. But, uh, that's been us, that's been the fat back four. Um, yeah, good to be back. Come on, the Reds. Grizz thinks we're winning tomorrow night. I don't know whether that's a good or a bad thing. Are you going to the game, Grizz? Yeah, I'm planning on going. Yeah? All right. Are you, what do you mean? They said, fingers crossed. Fingers, fingers crossed. I've got 100% record this season. Okay. And when, so, you, when you say planning on going, are you just going to walk up and say, can I come in? Or do you have a ticket? I can't reveal my secrets live on here. Oh, come on. Have the relevant people been informed? You watch it. You watching live on TV. Yeah. <laughs> on TV, <DVR>. yeah. <laughs> Stay Brown style. He's got. He's got. He's got. Twenty games live. Stay Brown style. I'm gonna watch it live at home. I've been to every game live. Yeah. <laughs> he's going there. He's going. He's going the game. He's just gonna stand outside the stadium watching it on his phone. Um, it's not far from me. It's literally ten minutes around the corner. So uh, I'll 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 smuggle myself in somehow. All right. No worries. Well, look, that's been the fat back for lads. Um, thanks a million for everyone for joining us, Chris, Matt. Thanks a million. Uh, Talk to you soon. Over and out. Let's do this fast. Your cousin from Boston. Sam Adams Summer Ale is brewed with a hint of citrus. Perfect for a hot summer day. Like this one. End of commercial. It's Pete Cannon hours, dude. I'm out. Sam Adams Summer Ale. The Boston Beer Company. Boston, Massachusetts. Drink responsibly. Sports Social Podcast Network.